Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. opportunity to be in the house of God one more time. Never want to take it for granted. Thankful for just the mercies and the kindness of God. Thank you for a prayer answering God, Sister Jenna. Amen. Uh, Brother Everett, uh, the first week talked to us about the necessity of the Spirit. Brother Rayleigh talked to us last Sunday about led by the Spirit and for a few moments, I'd like to talk to you this morning about being empowered by the Spirit. Amen. We'll get to our main scripture here in Acts 1 and 8 in just a minute. But I'd like to just say the word empowered means make someone stronger and more confident, especially in controlling their life and claiming their rights. Um, when we went to church in Chiefland, Brother Rich, we used to sing a song, um, sing Power in the Blood. Brother Kevin, I, I guess the thing that I remember most about that song, and um, I'm not going to sing it for you, and everybody would say amen, um, is, is this part of that, Sister Cricket, it said, power, power, wonder-working power in the blood. Brother Kenny, I'm so thankful for the power that's in the blood. Amen. I'm so thankful that God's empowered us, Sister Shannon, by the Spirit. Amen. The Bible said that the Holy Ghost was the leading guide us, Brother Junior, into all truth. Amen. And aren't you thankful for a God, Brother Wayne, that empowers us to not, and Sister Chelsea was talking about healing and deliverance and setting people free. And Brother Everett, that's so wonderful. I'm so thankful for that. But um, Sister Joyce, I'm also thankful for a God that gives you power to live successfully. Amen. In this, in this evil present time that we live in, Sister Joan, that we've got God living on the inside of us. Sister Kathy, to direct us, to lead us and guide us. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful for that wonder-working power, Sister Lana that's in the blood, that's in the name, amen? Aren't you thankful for the power that's in the word of God, amen? Aren't you thankful for being empowered? You know, Brother Allen, I think about, you know, that I know you was a plumber, and, you know, if I came to work for you, you would tell me to, I guess you would call it an apprenticeship, you know, you, I'd follow behind you, and you'd teach me what all I needed to do. You probably wouldn't, just my first day there, you probably wouldn't empower me to go work, um, you know, on Brother Jerry's pump, you'd probably say, now, Wayne, you come go with me, and, and I'll show you how that works. But aren't you thankful, you know, when when um, when you get saved and you get full of the Holy Ghost and you got that vigor, Sister Sherry, burning on the side of you, you don't have to go through a 15 course. Don't you think you just go out and just go out and just tell your testimony, Brother Larry. Amen. Just go out. Kind of like the woman at the well. I'll get back on the subject here in just a minute. But just like the woman at the well, she run back into town. And the Bible said she talked to the men, Brother Pope, and she just simply said, come see a man. 
Just come see a man. Can I tell you, Brother Wayne, we don't have to go to 12 years of Bible college. All we got to do is just like the woman said, we just got to go back and say, just come see a man. Amen, church. Just come see a man. It ain't me. It ain't the singing. It ain't the clothes. Just come see Jesus. Amen. Sister Carolyn, all we need to do is like the woman at the well. Just say, come see a man. Because God empowers us. Amen. That's what we have the Holy Ghost for is not to sit down and Brother Danny on our do nothing, but it's to go out and be a light to this lost and dying world, whether that's at our home, whether that's at our job, whether that's at wherever we might be. Amen. We was up in, um, anyway, I'll think of it in a minute. We was up at, what was it? Callaway Gardens. Amen. The other day we got to go up there. That's a beautiful place. Amen. We was tickled. Honey got to see some Christmas lights, so I made some points. Amen. And But anyway, we'll move on from that. But my point is, Sister Jane, we walked in there and the lady didn't know us from Adam's house cat. And she started telling us about a miracle that happened to her daughter and how that she got her daughter got thrown out. Sister Chelsea and wound up on a barbed wire fence, I think she said, and her motor was behind her and it was on fire. But Brother Pope, she didn't know, but she had to tell the story about what Jesus had done for her daughter. Can I tell you, church, we're empowered not to keep it on the inside, but let it come on the outside. So people, amen. Brother Brother Toby, she didn't know that we had a church that God allowed us in chief, and she didn't know us from anybody. But she had something burn on the inside of her that she said, man, Brother Richard, I got to tell somebody. And these two old people walking in the front door look like likely candidates to talk to. Amen. Thankful. Because can I tell you, when we left Sister Towns, I was so excited. Because she even said, she said, you know, we hadn't been in church in a long time. Said we just quit going to church, Brother Junior. She said, but we found us a church and we're going to church. Aren't you thankful for being empowered? Amen. I'm so thankful. I remember, and I shared this story in Chiefland, but I remember the first day that where, our, where the church is that the Lord gave us. And right across the street, I don't know if Brother Kevin worked with us at the old store. Did you work with us at the old store at Winn-Dixie by Ralph's? Anyway, that's where I started at 16, but I remember, Brother Mike, we had a store manager, assistant store manager, and a third man, and and money always has motivated me, Brother David, so I knew to make money, I had to get up into management, but I remember my first day, I got to have it. They gave me a little blue vest with my name. It said, assistant manager on there, Brother Jerry. I felt so proud, amen. I had store keys. Brother Donnie, I remember sitting at the house thinking, man, the store manager's going to stay with me most of the night, Brother Toby. You know, I'm going to walk around. He's going to teach me, and I'm going to learn so much. I'm so excited. And I remember I was supposed to be at work at 3 o'clock, and I got there as I'm looking about 2.45. Here comes the store manager out of the outdoor, and he's headed to me, and I'm headed to him. And Brother Jack, he does one of these things. What was up in the air was those store keys. And I grabbed them, and I said, where are you going? He said, I'm going home. I got a phone. You call me if you need me. I said, buddy, don't leave me. I need you to be here. Amen. I need, I need some guidance. My point is, is this, church. Once you got the Holy Ghost, Brother Orlando, you got God. Think about that. You got God that created everything and anything. Amen. You got the power. Amen. You got a hold of something. Amen. You got some 220, some 440. Amen. You got some power. 
Hey, we're going to talk, John's going to tell us in a minute, in a few minutes about being full of the Holy Ghost and with, said, Jesus is going to baptize us the Holy Ghost and with power. Amen. So don't let the devil intimidate you. When you roll up on a situation, Brother Howe, as Sister Chelsea was talking about, we need to share Jesus. Because can I tell you, Sister Tammy, this world needs Jesus. Amen. They don't need another appeal to take. They don't need another psychologist to see. They don't need another doctor visit to see. But can I tell you, they need Jesus. Because can I tell you, Sister Susan, Little Wayne needed Jesus. Sister Sharon needed Jesus. I'm looking at folks in the church this morning that needed Jesus. Can I tell you, I'm looking at living testimonies that Jesus has touched our bodies, touched our mind, touched our family, touched our finances. Church, God has empowered us to tell our testimony. Not about what we've done, Sister Amy, but what God has done for us. Amen? So I'm going to hurry on. I'm getting sidetracked. But in Acts 1 and 8, this is what it says. Jesus said, but ye shall receive power. Church, say power. power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. So Cricket, he didn't say we had that power to sit down. He didn't say we had that power just to come to church and maybe clap if we felt like it. Amen. It said that we have received power and you shall be witnesses. Brother Kevin, the only way you can be a witness is that you have to have firsthand experience. Sister Sherry, can I tell you, we got some firsthand experiences about being empowered by the word of God. You know, a lot of people, Brother Howe, don't want anything to do with this thing called the Holy Ghost because, you know, people's made fun of it and people's ridiculed it. But can I tell you, it's more than just speaking in tongues, church. Come on now, amen. I tell you, I seen a lady one night. We was in Chiefland, and I'm just, I've never seen this before. We had a young lady that had been going to a Baptist church. Her and her family started coming. Sister Shirley to church, and, and I, she fell out one night, Brother Brian, on the platform. Amen. And she had a, and she laid on her back. I'm telling you, Brother Toby, if it was a minute, it was 45 minutes. She was, and her legs was in a riding like you would be riding a bicycle. Her skirt didn't come up. Her skirt didn't show. There wasn't nothing. My point is she laid there for 45 minutes speaking in tongues, just laughing and cutting up. Can I tell you, Brother Allen, that wasn't fake. That wasn't put on. We didn't take her in the back room and teach her how to do all that. Can I tell you, Brother Pope, God just moved on her. Amen. Can I tell you, this thing called the Holy Ghost is real, Brother Kevin. Amen. Can I tell you, it'll excite you. It'll set you when John said he'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Can I tell you, there's something somebody said one time, said, I'm not even going to mention his name no more. But Brother Farrell, he said, it's like a fire shut up in my bones. Do I have some people this morning that's got some fire shut up in their bones this morning? Amen. The devil says, be quiet. The devil says, don't stand. The devil says, don't go up front and get prayer. But can I tell you, that fire, Sister Cricket, inside of you, will just get you stirred up and get you fired up and say, I just got to go. Amen. This woman, she didn't care who looked at her. 
Sister Melinda, she didn't care. She was in the spirit. She was worshiping God, having a good time in Jesus. I'm, I'm ready for some more of those good times in Jesus. Amen. I don't want to come to church like I came. Amen. Brother JT, I just want to come to church and worship Jesus. Because he has empowered us, Sister Tammy, to live a successful Christian life. Why? Because God has made a way, Brother Chris. Amen. Ephesians 3, 19 and 20 says, And to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all, church say all, the fullness of God. Can I tell you, church, can we just say that's the Holy Ghost? Verse 20 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Sister Jenna, I just want that Holy Ghost power. He said if we've got that power, Sister Shirley, he said that he can do exceeding abundant. Now, I know I'm in a house full of a bunch of smart folks this morning. Can I tell you, Sister Bib, I can think of some things that seems like, for me, it's off the chart. But with the God that we serve, Sister Betty, he's not bound up. He's not hindered. He's not hiding in the corner. Can I tell you, he said he can do all that we can ask or think. I don't know about y'all, but I have a vivid imagination a lot of time. Amen. Amen. Sister Mary, I just think about the things that, you know, if he took dirt or dust and created the men, amen, then took a rib and created the women. We was up there at Caligo Gardens. They had some uh, we happened to go into a little theater, Sister Chelsea, and they were showing a, a video of the hummingbirds. And the guy said, now, you know that one had a beak this way and one that way. And they said, after, over time, Brother Junior, they evolved in the area and their beak grew. I told Sharon, I said, they, are, they didn't evolve. Jesus made them that way. Amen. Aren't you thankful? Aren't they, they can hug all the trees they want, and that's their business. But can I tell you, Brother Jerry, I serve a God that I know. Amen. He said, in the beginning. Amen. He was in the beginning. Amen. Can I tell you, if there's something, God made everything perfect, Brother Junior. He empowered the critters and the, the animals of the world to do what they do. And can I tell you, Sir Joyce, when God gives us the Holy Ghost, He's empowered me. He's gave me and you the keys to the kingdom. That's what that man did, that store manager, when he left that day, Brother Rich. He was giving me the keys to the store. Little Wayne thought he had really liked the Jeffersons, that he had really moved up. Well, he did move up. He got to close five nights a week. He got to close Friday night, Saturday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, and Thursday night. Didn't, little Wayne didn't have to worry about when he worked, Brother Junior. It was, it, it was every night. Amen. So, so but, but I had the keys jingling on the side of my hand. Amen. I had the power. He had empowered me. But can I tell you, church, God don't only empower us in this life to be successful. We're going to a better place. Can I tell you, church, we're like Abraham. We're seeking a city whose builder and maker is God. I don't know about you, church. I, I, God delivered me from being a Baptist, and I ain't got no stones, no stones to throw at the Baptist. But I'm thankful my mama took me to a oneness church. 
I'm thankful I grew up in a church where they believed in speaking in tongues and being filled with the Holy Ghost that they taught about being healing and there was nothing impossible to those that believed. I'm so thankful for that. Amen. I'm thankful because the scripture said he will do exceedingly abundantly all we can ask or think according, Brother Brian, to the power that works within. Can I tell you, Brother Everett, that power is Jesus. It ain't of our own doing, Brother Brian. It's what God has gave us. It's to, for us to live by like his attributes and his character and his perfection and his holiness and his power and his love. I got to hurry. Jeremiah 31, 33, and 34 says, But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts, and they and will be their God. Think about this, church. And will be their God, and they shall be my people. Verse 34 said, And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for thy shall all know me. Think about that. From the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquities and remember their sins no more. Brother Downing, what a promise that is. Aren't you thankful that we don't have to go to a mediator and talk to somebody? We ain't got to take our prayers to somebody and leave them and, and hope, Brother Jerry, that they're going to pray about that. The Lord said, I will, I will make the intercession. I'll make the hedge. I'll make it up. He said that I will write it on the tables of their heart. Aren't you thankful for the Holy Ghost, Sister Edith? Aren't you thankful? Aren't you thankful when you get in it? Have you ever been in a jam trying to do some witness and the Holy Ghost just steps in and takes over? And then when you leave, Brother Chris, you just say, man, that was just Jesus. Aren't you thankful you ain't got to live in this life by your own power, Brother Hal? Aren't you thankful for that? Brother Leonard, I'm so thankful God gave us a, the Holy Ghost to lead and guide me and you every step of the day. But Sister Sherry, if we, if we don't want to call on the Holy Ghost, we can just leave it dormant, can't we? But church, can I tell you, we're cheating ourselves. Have you ever been in the middle of a situation and heard that small, still voice and walked right on by? I'm going to hurry on, but I remember, and I know I've told you all the stories, so I won't be here very long, but, but, but I remember we have lost dogs twice, and I thought I was going to die before God brought them home. But Sister Edith, I re just thinking about this some days ago, God told me both times, Brother Junior, where my dogs was, but I was just too smart for Jesus, and I just walked on by him. But Justin, I'm so thankful for the Holy Ghost that's living on the inside of me that gives me, I don't know how God talks to y'all, but I, I just appreciate the warnings that God gives me inside. Amen. I don't always see writings in the sky, but I, I really believe that, that I hear, Brother Danny, I hear that small, still voice sometimes. I just know that God told me where my animal was, Sister Sherry, but I was just too busy trying to do it myself. I don't know about y'all, but I fight with this old flesh sometimes. Most of the time, and if I can be honest with you, I'll just say all the time. I have to drag this old flesh to the altar more times than it should need to go, Brother Donnie. Because I got a God that loves me and he cares about me. Well, he only, he's only been good to me. I mean, he's only done good by me, Sister Melinda. But it's because God's written these scriptures 
on the tables of my heart. Aren't you thankful for that? I know it's great to be in church. I'm not trying to say it's not important to go to church, but my point is, aren't you thankful, Sister Lynn, if you can't get to church, you got the Spirit of God living on the inside to help you? Maybe you're stuck in a hospital room. It's just you and Jesus. Aren't you thankful? Because can I tell you, church, no matter where you find yourself, is this you and Jesus? That's all you need. Can I tell you, he, if, if you like me, he, he made the promise. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Can I tell you, only Jesus can make that promise to me and you, Sister Betty. Because can I tell you, friends and family and co-workers will let you down. But if he said never, you can hang your hat on that, church. Amen. He said in Galatians 5 and 16, he said, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Galatians 5 and 22 and 23 talks about the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and long-suffering and gentleness and goodness and faith and meekness and temperance, with, which is self-control. But can I tell you, if, if little Wayne didn't have the fruit of the Spirit, Brother Donnie, there's a lot of people I wouldn't have no love for. A lot of people I wouldn't have some long-suffering for. A lot of times I wouldn't have joy for myself. Amen? Can I tell you, it ain't about, you know, people say, well, if a certain person does this, Sister Amy, or a certain person does that, they've got the Holy Ghost. But can I tell you, if you don't see the nine fruit of the spirits, you might, they can ba 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 and ju 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 and all that they want. Come on now. But if the Bible said the fruit of the spirit, it's love and joy and peace and long-suffering and gentleness and goodness and faith and meekness and temperance. Yes, sir. I remember one time we, Sharon got a phone call about having a, a, one of her renters. There was some trouble in their house. They, an outlet wouldn't work or something. And, and, uh, but, Brother Everett, we'd had that happen enough time that now we just ask them, how close are you to a GFI outlet? Amen. Well, Brother Ben, if you've, got, if you've done anything with electricity, you understand if there's a GFI outlet anywhere, they're liable to trip, Brother Kevin. It ain't that you don't have power. It's this block right there. Come on now, church. Y'all know where I'm going with this, Sister Townsend. You know, if you don't feel like you're feeling God and it don't feel like God's working in your life, your GFI might be tripped a little bit. Amen. Can I tell you, you might just need to go back in the prayer room and hit the, come on now, church. Y'all got to help me out this Sunday morning now. You might need to go back and hit that little red button because, Brother Jack, I've hit that little red button, plugged it back in, and, ooh, you felt the power again. Amen. Amen. But as long as that GFI's been tripped, Sister Joyce, you ain't getting nothing. What you do if you like little Wayne, you don't know nothing about electrician, you call the electrician to come fix your electricity problem, and you got a big bill, and all you needed to do, Sister Jesus, was just find that GFI and mash that button. Brother Wayne, my problems are bigger than a GFI button. You serve a bigger God than your GFI, too. Because can I tell you, from Genesis to Revelation, he's the same God. Brother Ben, if we can tap into that, he's empowered us to believe that. We got to stand on that, church. I'm hurrying on. Go to 
Brother Rayleigh was talking about this last Sunday, and I was asking God to push him on down the road and get him off of what I wanted to talk about. I'm glad he's not here that he had to hear that, but I want to talk to you about Acts chapter 4 for just a few moments about the certain lame man at the gate called Beautiful. We're talking about empowered, make someone stronger, more confident, especially in controlling their life and claiming their rights. Bless you. Make someone stronger and more confident, not in their self, but in Jesus. Can I tell you, if you get confident in yourself, you'll be like Nebuchadnezzar. You might get to spend seven years out with the wild beast. Stay with me, church. But I wanted to tell you about, you know, when I read this, Peter and John, I believe that was their first miracle. And, you know, Brother Everett, when I think about when they was at the gate, and I'm going to get here in just a few minutes, but I just got to believe he was kind of like Elisha. Y'all remember the story about Elisha when he took over with Elijah? And Elisha's mantle fell. The very first thing he did, Brother Rich, is he grabbed that mantle, and he wanted to know if there was any power in that mantle. Brother Kevin, you know what I'm talking about. Did he just... Have, have you ever just had something when I was a little boy? Mom would buy us, we'd either find tennis shoes in the landfill or she'd buy us tennis shoes. But ever, no matter whose tennis shoes those was, man, Brother Jerry, I thought they made me run faster. They didn't. I was a big chunky monkey anytime, and I couldn't run anyway. But I thought they made me run faster, Brother Jack. Amen. What I'm trying to tell you this morning, you got the Holy Ghost Church. You got God living on the inside of you, Sister Bev. Can I tell you, you need to let God be God. I mean, you know, I, I never did get on the track team, but I sure tried out but on, at the house because I'd put them shoes on, boy, I'd just take off. I was still just as slow as a leaf falling out of the tree. But, man, it didn't matter to me. I just tried it. My point is, church, you don't know what you got bundled inside of you until you do something with it. Church, can I tell you, God will be as big to you as you allow God be. So I'm thinking when old Peter and John got there at that lame man, man, I just think old Peter was just bundled up inside of him. He said, man, I want to try this thing, this Holy Ghost. Because we all know the story in Acts chapter 2. We know that there was, the Bible said that there was over 3,000 people saved. And there was signs and miracles that happened. I understand that, Brother Jerry. But I just got to believe that Peter might have thought about when Jesus was here with them and how Jesus laid hands on them and they recovered and how the side come back and the hearing come back. Brother Junior, I just think he seen that man and thought, man, I just want to take this opportunity. Because if you listen to what he's saying here, he said, he, the Bible said that, let me just back up just a minute. He said, he said the man, he, and Peter told him, said, look on us. And the Bible said he gave heed unto them expecting to receive. Can I tell you, Brother Jerry, he was ready to receive it. He thought he was going to get coins, but he got something a whole lot better than coins. Amen. When he, when he, when they dropped him off at the gate that day, Sister Kathy, he never expected the day that he was going to be 
running and leaping and praising God. He just thought, I might get a few coins, Brother Donnie, and I'm going to go back home and tomorrow will be tomorrow, and we'll do it all over again. But can I tell you, church, if God will show up, God changes things. He said that he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. And Peter said, silver and gold have I none. He said, but such as I have, give I thee. And can't, Brother Everett, can't you just see him reaching out and saying, in the name of Jesus. Man, I can just, man, I, I just got to believe that old lame man. Because cause he had to be staggered because here's what he said. And Nazareth and Peter said, rise up and walk. He said he took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and the Bible said, Brother Jack, immediately. He didn't need therapy. He didn't need somebody to encourage him. Can I tell you, he got hit by 220, and the Bible said immediately. Brother Allen, that's the same God that me and you serve today. But we got to be like Peter we got to have some excitement. We, you know, when something happens, you can't get intimidated by the devil because that's what he does, Brother Brian. He intimidates me and you. But Peter, he wouldn't intimidate us, it's cricket. He grabbed him by the he grabbed him by the hand and lifted him up. He said, Brother, you coming up one way or the other. Amen. He grabbed him up, bam, and pulled him up. And the Bible said immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And this is what the Bible said. Walk, he said, and he leaping up stood and walked entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. I bet they couldn't throw a blanket on that man. I bet he was screaming and hollering and carrying on. Church, I don't know, but I was reading an article. I, I followed this man online. And he said something. I was reading his article, Thirsty. He said he had never seen God work a miracle. That's what I said, Sister Betty. How can that be? Sister Jenna, how can that be? Because the Bible's full of miracle signs and wonders. He's done told me and you. It's written in the book. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can I tell you, Brother Justin, the only reason this man's not seen a miracle is because he's not put himself in that position. Come on now, church. Because I got to believe, Brother Junior, he's passed people that's had problems and situations and trials and tribulations. But that's what God gave us, the Holy Ghost. That's why he's empowered me and you with the power, Sister Jessica that God might work through us, not that we might get the glory, Brother Kenny, but that he might get the glory. We hurry into this in just a minute, but the Bible said, verse 9 said, and all the people, church say all the people, saw him walking and praising God. Says John, he didn't have to put a, a necklace around him and say that, because they knew he was a certain lame man laid at the gate daily. Brother Jeremy? They knew that. Can I tell you, church, you don't need to go back to work or go back home and your friends and tell them you got the Holy Ghost. You, you, they ought to be able to tell it. They ought to understand by your conversation that you got something living on the inside of me and you. They ought to see the fruit of the Spirit. 
When everybody else is talking about we better do this or we better do that, you and I ought to be talking about Jesus. Amen. I'm going to try to behave. I got to hurry to a close. Verse 10 said, And they knew that it was he which set for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. Jesus said, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father. Sister Melinda, we got to let this light, this big light of ours shine on the inside, the Holy Ghost that's empowering me, you, to live, to walk, be successful in serving Jesus. Somebody wrote in a book one time, A Man That Wins Souls Is Wise. Church, we in the soul-winning business. We shouldn't be satisfied with our four no more. Come on now, church. We ought to be. Brother Larry said something the other night, and Chiefland, and I've been wanting to use it, and he stole it from me, so he just walked back in, so I'll tell him. But can I tell you, church, the devil ought to tremble when you and I roll out of the bed. The devil's ought to know that, you know, he just got up, and we got to fight. We're going to fight today. Have you ever had a problem that you had to look eyeball to eyeball, Sister Mary, and say, we're just going to have to fight about this? The devils and his angels ought to know, Brother Jack, that when our feet hit the floor, that he's in for a struggle one more day. Because somebody wrote in the book, said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. As long as the devil can suppress and push down and keep me and you down, we don't believe that, then he's, he's won the fight. But Sister Shannon, we don't only need to remind ourselves, we need to remind the devil who's inside of me and you. That's why you got the Holy Ghost. Not just come up here and dance around and speak in tongues, and you ought to do that. But you got to put this power to use. Because, Brother Toby, there's a lot. You said it just a few weeks ago about the lady that you met on the porch. You never know when God's going to show up and use you. You don't always have time to go to your closet and pray for 15 or 20 minutes to get the spirit stirred up. Come on now, church. Somebody ought to say amen. We a bunch of Holy Ghost filled Jesus' name, speaking, walking, talking. Amen. We believe in a God that will raise the dead. We believe in a God that when the doctor said there ain't no, no, nothing else he can do, you say amen and let's go. I'm hurrying to a close. Verse 11 said, And the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, and all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's greatly wondering. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of all of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us? Because can I tell you, it don't take very long, brother. Danny, when God starts using you, that the devil don't start telling you, look what you've done. Come on now, church. Look, look what you've done. Because he understands if you'll get you in front of God, he can handle you. He, we done talked about he can't mess with the power. He can't mess with the blood. But Peter was quick to tell him, he said, as though by our own power or holiness, we had made this man to walk. 
Brother Ben, he wanted them to understand from Jump Street. This had nothing to do with Peter and John. Because he's fixing to tell them. He said in verse 13, he said, The God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his son Jesus, whom ye delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. He's going on down to verse 16. Peter said, in, in his name, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know, yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Brother Donnie, aren't you thankful when God heals you? God can heal you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. When God fixes a broken heart, he can fix it. And come on now. Aren't you thankful he can take the rankest of the rank sinners, Brother Mike, and save them and change their life? And he can take the best of the best and change them, and they'll still be good in Jesus' name too. Amen? But Peter said, don't, don't look on us like we've done something, Brother Kevin. But you see this man who is in perfect soundness. Can I tell you, God does nothing but best. He gives me and you his very best at all times. So Acts 4 and 1 through 4, and I'm closing. I've read this a many a time. but And as they spake unto the people, I'm talking about Peter and John, the priest, the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees came upon them being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. Verse 3 said, And they laid hands on them and put them in hold. For they ever you'd have thought they'd have threw a big parade for them, wouldn't you? Sister Linda, that ain't what happened. Can I tell you, Sister Melinda, when you mess with the devil, you stir up his nest, he's going to come back fight. But that's okay, because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. For it was now evening tide. Verse 4 is where I'm going. Howbeit many of them which heard the word, church say, believed. And the number of the men was about. Help me out. You can stand. Now, if I got this right, this was all over, Sister Cricket, healing one certain lame man. That the Bible said it was over 40 years old. Brother Kenny, the Bible said that 5,000 people responded over one miracle that God done. Think about that, church. Because when God is God and highly lifted up, there is nothing impossible for the how to those that believe. That's why it's all about lifting up Jesus. Because in our own power, we can do nothing. And what we do do, Brother Pope, most of the time we'll mess up. So I'll tell you this quick story that y'all know about, and I'm done. You know, when we go to church camp, that little man, I'm going to try to find Brother Wayne, but I think you called his name Brother Sparky. Is that right? A little man that runs around the, shaking his left hand. But they say, Brother Chris, that he was in a wheelchair or something. I don't know the whole story. But every time I see that guy, Brother Kevin, I think about Brother Sparky. He ain't doing it so to lift up his blood 
to lift up his name or to sell T-shirts. He's doing it to remind himself. Come on now, church, what Jesus has done for him. But when I see him, Brother Everett, it reminds me what Jesus done for him. So, Sister Sherry, it's working both ways. Can I tell you, church, that's why God said there's life and death in the power of the tongue. He said you overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. Church, don't let the devil keep a, a lid on your testimony. Join me as we pray. Precious Jesus, truly we do love you and we do praise you and we do thank you. God, we thank you for being so merciful to us. God, thank you for your word. God, you said your word will return to you void. God, it would accomplish what you please. God, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And God, we're so thankful for each and every one that's here. God, we ask you to touch hearts and souls and minds. And God, that your word would go outside these four walls and touch hearts and souls. And get that Holy Ghost hook in their jaw and get them to the foot of the altar before it's too late. God, we love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. And the church said amen. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.